Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's Weekend. Had a long weekend. Oh yeah. You have more yeah. Christmas decorating? No, no, no more Christmas decorating, but I did go into Manhattan yesterday. It was pretty crazy. Oh yeah, I saw the pictures. Looked yeah. uh looked more stressful than fun, honestly, but you got some <laughs> cool pictures. <laughs> it was pretty stressful. But it wasn't stressful because of like uh, the crowds. It was um who we were with, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, you, you you can tell in some of your facial expressions, like you're trying to smile, but you don't look pleased. <laughs> well, that's how I always look in pictures. Usually, when they're taken, I'm not pleased. No, that's not true. But uh, yeah, no, that was cool. I haven't been to the city in a very long time, so it was cool to see the city. I just I wish it was a little bit slowed down a little bit, and then taking all the transportation was a nightmare. But we got right. to it, and it's not so easy uh, dragging a kid uh, from one end of Manhattan to the other. <laughs> hey, it looks like he took it pretty well oh yeah he loved it he, he loved everything that he saw so it was cool i never got to go to manhattan when i was three my parents no, never went neither. near manhattan i didn't go there until probably i was like 10 or 11 years old maybe even later than that i don't know a long time i was gonna say i was in high school but I don't... yeah it was a big deal, but my wife, my wife's aunt lives there, so a little bit easier for us. We know, you know, somebody lives there. You know. <sighs> All right. Well, let's get into oh, yeah. the uh, King Diamond podcast here. Now, last this week, broadcast belongs to them. Yes, episode five. Five. Yeah, five episodes. Um, and this episode, we are going to um, have a interview with Ralph Vieira. 
Yes, we are. <laughs> and I'm blanking on his band's name right now. Um, uh, Thrash or Die. Thrash or Die. That's right. Yep, he is from Thrash or Die. He also has a bunch of podcasts, which we mentioned on the interview. I, it, I'm having a brain fart right now, and I can't remember what his thing is called because he's actually got a couple different ones. Well, see, th- th- this is the thing that sucks when I can't be at my computer. You know, that's where all my notes are, and <laughs> <laughs> I can't see any of them. Actually, here, almost human on um, on uh, YouTube. So you can subscribe, right. subscribe to Almost Human. That's his YouTube channel, and uh, we mentioned it, like I said, on on his interview part. So he's going to talk about uh, what got him into uh, King Diamond. So it's a pretty cool interview. I wasn't gonna, I was gonna add Michael Denner stuff, but since I added um, like our intro Michael Denner last week, there really isn't much more to tell with Danger Zone with Michael. So we'll go when we start with Merciful Fate. We'll start with Michael then. Yep. And Ralph might actually might even join us for that next episode too. So we'll see what happens. All right. So want to get into Danger Zone? Sure. Two demos from eighty and eighty one. Kind of just a. Short footnote in the whole overall picture of Merciful Fate. It was basically their name after the Brats for a little while, and then they changed to Merciful Fate. Uh, There's quite a few songs on here that, though they have different names, you can hear the beginnings of things like uh, Satan's Fall and The Dangerous Meeting. And, and, well, yeah, there's parts of of Satan's Fall in... um, not amusing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's a uh, uh, a couple of the chords from before the solo are in that song. And then actually, even though it's not on this demo, but I just listened to it earlier because you sent me the link. Um, that early version of Nightmare has parts of Satan's Fall in it, too. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. All right, well. It's 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 not quite the album version. It's interesting. It's kind of a mix of what became Nightmare and different parts of Satan's Fall, and then just stuff that I don't think got reused. Yeah, actually, let's you know what? Let's start with Nightmare since you're mentioning that now. Okay, it's, it's fresh in my mind. I just listened to it because uh, it wasn't included on the stuff you sent me, and I do have it on the one of the bootlegs, but I totally forgot to even listen to it until just now but uh yeah this is uh this is actually a merciful fate song right yeah yeah Yeah, this is from after they changed the name to merciful fate pretty shortly after because oh man there there's there's a song on that live show that still has the Danger Zone name. I just can't remember what the hell it is now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this song isn't used anywhere else except, like you just said, mentioned, that I didn't even really catch on to, but uh, Satan's Fall. I'll have to listen to it again and then listen to Satan's Fall because it's been a while since I listened to that. But uh, actually, I'm, I'm kind of lying. Uh, in the verses, like the guitar parts, mm-hmm. I kind of, remember that song, uh, Listen to the Bell on Into the Unknown? Yeah, I think this has a somewhat of a similarity in there. Hmm. I have to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, listen to both of those songs because I think they might have took that part, only that part, only that that verse part from uh, Nightmare, and then they used it for the verses and uh, listen to the bell. 
because uh, it's very played played very similar. Like with the stop, the way it goes there, 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 there. Okay. That slow down part there, that stop thing. Uh, but otherwise, I didn't notice anything else besides. Now I'm gonna have to go back, like I said, and listen to the Satan's Fall thing. Um, I'm not really sure why they didn't include this on a Merciful Fate album. I mean, it's got the lyrical content that Merciful Fate has. Yeah, I don't know. Except for this, I, the only thing I think is the song's a little too slow, a little maybe a little too boring. Mm. I don't know. I was kind of bored with this song. A little bit, but I mean. It'd be very easy to speed it up like other Merciful Fate tracks, you know. I could see this fitting on Melissa in a slightly different form. Yeah. 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 But uh yeah, it's it's all right. It's it's a little little erratic too, maybe a little bit out of places here and there. Like they, they kinda really didn't have the song structured mm-hmm. that well yet. Oh yeah, it's clearly not finished. Yeah. Know? Yeah, which is I'm surprised they played it live, but uh yeah, I don't know. It just didn't work for me too much, but um, it's an okay song. You know, it's it's cool to hear a song that you've never heard before. Like, there's, there's nothing, you know, it's not on anything else. Yep. So I thought that was that's, cool. that's also part of the reason why I like uh, Truck Driver so much, as oh, Ralph and I God. discussed from these Danger Zone demos. <laughs> well, let's now that you mentioned that one, let's skip to Truck Driver. Okay. All right. I was going to go in order, but you know what? We'll just go out of order. Uh, truck driver. Uh, on, the, on the demo you gave me, uh, it's labeled It's All Right. I think somehow the, the things got all mixed up. Oh. Yeah, no, so there, there, there's another song called I'm All Right on the second demo, but it's a different song. Yeah, it's a completely different song. It's yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, maybe this is the original title to the song, but it's, it's really Truck Driver. Um. Oh wait, hold on. Now I'm getting confused because actually the truck driver song that I have labeled here says it's all right, and that's what this one goes to. All right, so then I don't have truck driver. <laughs> no, truck driver is the one where the chorus is "I'm all right, I'm all right." I'm oh, so it is truck driver. Yeah, because well, yeah. I went on YouTube and looked up truck driver, and it's a different song. Really? I believe. I don't so. know. Maybe the demo is mislabeled. I'm gonna go look now. And pause. Next song is Truck Driver. <laughs> also called It's Alright. <laughs> this is very confusing. All I these songs so, have like different I, names. I, I think somebody just named it that because the only thing you can really understand in it is the chorus. I mean, you can't really understand what he's singing. No, you can't understand anything in any of the songs except for, uh, well, I'll mention it later. But there's a couple things that, uh, yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this all right. So this song is truck driver. Um, but obviously in the chorus, like you said, it's I'm all right or it's all right or whatever it is. And um, this is kind of similar. Well, not similar. Well, I was supposed to do the song first, but uh, I think this would have fit more with like maybe the Brats. It's like very punky-ish kind of sounding and more hard rock-ish. Yeah, know? it is. It's closer to like the Ramones or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But his voice works really well on it, and it's catchy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't like this. So I, I, I think it's a really cool moment, uh, although it, <laughs> although it is pretty goofy. I mean, I'm not exactly shocked it was dropped. Yeah. But... 
And you could also maybe hear a little bit that King's not really into singing it because the way he's just kind of like, it's a ride, it's a ride, it's a ride, you know? Uh, to me, it just sounds like he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> could be. Whoops. Oh, where'd you go? I don't know. Um, other thing I, I noticed, too, this could have sounded like something from uh, one of the early first Def Leppard albums, either On Through the Night or um, High and Dry. It's very similar sounding to either one of those uh, albums. Yeah, and, uh, well... Yeah, it sounds a lot more like the EP, I guess, because it's more okay. stripped down, but yeah. Yeah, it sounds something like similar to that. I, I can like see it. Def Leppard. It, it also, you know, sounds like just basic 70s rock type stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think what makes it sound a little bit Def Leppardish to me, because like in High and Dry, he's got one of the, um, actually I think it's High and Dry, where he sounds, sings like he's kind of drunk. I think that is high and dry. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's how King kind of sounds to me. And it's like he's like you know just drunk or whatever. Um, uh, how about we start with the uh, first song, "Persecution." Okay. All right. Uh, this is another one that kind of sounds like it could have been a Brat song, more you know another punk rocky type uh, type of song. Um, I don't know. It's all right. I mean. Uh, you can hear King's uh, developed his style a lot more in this song. You know, he's got that weeping style with the vocals, and he does yeah. that high pitched scream thing. He's getting better at doing that. So, you know, he's he's developed a lot more into the Merciful Fate style on this song. But it doesn't. This song doesn't wouldn't even fit on a Merciful Fate album. No, it wouldn't. It's got more in common, like you said, with the Brats. Now, are people from the Brats? Well, besides Hank. Uh, Hank Sherman in this from the Brats at all or nobody besides Hank and King I don't think anybody besides Hank and King and uh, obviously Michael Dinner's in this well well, Michael yeah but but he was in in the uh, second part of the Brats and um, Timmy's not involved in this either right no he wasn't in the band yet I don't believe yeah but uh, yeah I mean this song's okay but it's not nothing that's okay I'm just, I'm trying to remember if this is one of the ones where I could hear part of a Merciful Fate song in it, but I don't think it is. No, I would have I recognized something. Yeah. Although, look at me, I, I say that now, and then I didn't recognize uh, Satan's Fall <laughs> from the other song. Well, well, that's like my favorite Merciful Fate song, too, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so- um, th- there's one of them on here that is definitely into the coven, or at least parts of it. Which one would that be? I can't remember. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I don't have any of it in front of me. Um, Are you sure that wasn't from the Bratz? Because I know there was Into the Coven on the Bratz song. On one of the Bratz songs. No, I was only listening to da- Danger Zone earlier, and it was definitely on one of these two. Mm, damn it. I missed another one then, because I didn't hear it. <sighs> I don't know. Well, let's move on to The Witch. Uh, This song, again, has labeled something else than the one you sent me. Yeah, I'm... I I don't remember. I'd have to, like I said, I don't have anything <laughs> in front of me. But uh, it's it, the only reason why I knew it was the witch, because he actually says it in the beginning of the song. He talks about, um, conf- he confesses to a murder. <laughs> yeah, committed. it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody turned him in to the police or something. He just confessed that he killed uh, his girlfriend. Oh, come on. 
<laughs> so tongue in cheek. Sounds like an old Hammer horror movie. Is yeah. it tongue in cheek? The way he said it, he he goes like this: I once had a girlfriend. She was called Melissa. She was a witch, a real a real witch. Now she's dead. I killed her. <laughs> it doesn't sound serious, but yeah, it sounds serious. The way if you listen to this thing, he's he did it. He committed this murder, and he should have been in jail a long time ago. And we would have never had Merciful Fate or King Diamond. Uh. Imagine and, that. Imagine that was and her and her bones would not be his mic stand. That's right. <laughs> but it, what was funny is uh, the girl was called Melissa, and uh, I guess he had this whole Melissa idea. I guess uh, you know back this long, you know. Well, so that's kind of cool. I mean, really, it's only two years. This was eighty-one. Um, when this song kicks in, um, it sounds like this could have been ripped off of the Iron Maiden song Transylvania. The guitar parts like dan, 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 it, dan, dan, dan. It, it it doesn't sound like it is it, it the probably opening is, yeah. riff to Transylvania. <laughs> I mean, after they play the first couple bars of it, they adapt it to what they're doing. Right. But when they first start in with it, the warm up or whatever, that is just the beginning of Transylvania. Yeah, and I listened to Transylvania <laughs> again <laughs> after I listened to the song because I was like, "Well, maybe it's just similar." I was like, "Nope, that's the same exact thing." Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Now that song did, was out by the time this was out, right? By the time they uh, recorded. Oh yeah, it. the the first Iron Maiden so right? came out in spring of nineteen eighty. Yeah. Yeah, so they had to have. I'm sure they heard. They they were influenced by that song. If not, I that's, mean, a, that's a really weird I, I, Iron Maiden really started making a difference on the scene, so I, I would assume they were just influenced by it. Yeah. Um, oh, and then after it gets from the uh, Transylvania part, then it goes awkwardly, very awkwardly, into the uh, Doom by the Living Dead part where the king goes, long black hair. Yeah, that, that it literally. does. I I really don't like that transition. Well, it's not just the lyric line. I mean, it's the whole... Did that part that whole part by yeah. the living dead yeah and it doesn't segue into that well it doesn't really fit what comes after it either no not at all it just, yeah. it just comes out of nowhere it doesn't work um oh and also too i hear a little bit of uh, mission mission destroy alien in this because that, that same guitar line that riff, follows yeah. the same thing yeah um and like I, I wrote here you can't you can tell this song really wasn't put together yet uh, had so many abrupt parts going on throughout, but uh, you know, they, like we said, they used the song for the Doom by the Living Dead and a couple other songs. So this song got dissected completely. Oh yeah, shame because you know had a, better for it. Yeah, he had a cool intro. You know, he killed his girlfriend. This whole song was about it, but it just wasn't set up right. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately not. No. Um, what we got next is uh, Mission Destroy Aliens, which I just talked about. Yeah. Another um, good song. I this one I like. I do like this one. I used to actually sing this song when I was younger. Did was, you? Yeah, yeah. And used to drive my brother nuts because I would do that same vocal like he does, like a uh, you know, type thing. And my brother yeah. hated when I did that. I'm not a good singer, but I'm just you know, it's it was funny, but it's a cool song. It's catchy. I like this song. Um, and it's very similar to the one that's on Return of the Vampire album, except for at the end it has uh, an explosion. The song ends in an explosion sound. Yeah. I think the other one, I think the other one fades out or something. 
I think so. Yeah, the spades out, but everything I, I I believe is pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, I don't think the actual song itself changed at all between the two. Yeah. I mean, nothing I could pick out. Or it's been a while since I've listened to the Return of the Vampire version. But, yeah. uh, nothing uh, stuck out. <laughs> no, no, nothing stuck out. It's ordin- out of the ordinary. But uh, I'm surprised they didn't like do this as a Merciful Fate song and then like release it as a B-side or something, you know? You know, I was thinking the same thing. I'm kind of surprised, too, because, I mean, I could see them changing up the lyrics or whatever to do something else, but uh, musically, it's a pretty solid Merciful Fate song. Yeah. yeah know, the music's kinda, there. It yeah, all, everything is, you know, straight, played, you know, perfect, and, and everything was all already put together. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird they just ditched it like that, but... I mean, it finally did get that release, but still, like, uh, it could have been done, you know, a lot better. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I guess it is what it is. At least we have it in some form, right? Yeah. No, true. Uh, next we have Death Kiss. And that would later become a Dangerous Meeting. Yep. Now. Thankfully, they changed the title and the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this version isn't the same one that was released on the, uh, like as the bonus track on, um, uh, Don't Break No, that's, that's from the first or second Merciful Fate demo, and that one's a lot closer to what would be on the Oath record than this one is. This one's just a little bit, I don't know, punkier? Right, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, also, you don't, like, um, I forgot to mention, too, there's no Kim Rose on any of these albums, I mean, on any of these songs, and uh, the drums are all played completely different. I mean, that's that's, yeah, the, one, that's the one noticeable noticeable thing about all the songs that end up turning into Muscle Fate songs, the drum beats are all different. You know? Yeah, like, uh, completely different. <laughs> and like you said, they're more punky and, you know, more rockish kind of sounding, and just very basic. It sounded like the guy really didn't have too many ideas of how to do the drums for these songs, you know? No, he doesn't. He repeats himself far too much. and uh, he He's really, he's too upbeat too yeah, for yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. what they want to do. Right, yeah. But um, otherwise, it's pretty much the same song. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the uh, guitar solo is different. You know? Yeah, the guitar solo is different. Um, the lyrics are different, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um the verses sound a little different, but I don't think any of the actual notes played are different. I think it's just the style it's played in makes it sound different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but otherwise, it's a similar song. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's another song that's mislabeled. Um, Killed for Love is actually Leave My Soul Alone. Remember that one off the... Uh, you don't remember? Yeah, I know. I mean, I see these could be the original Danger Zone titles, and then fucking that's true too. You know, they're, they're about talking that. about Merciful Fate song titles because it, I titled this off of the cassette, which yeah. was made by someone off of the bootleg back in the eighties. So, well, you know, I, I'm going by the Return of the Vampire because this is this is the exact version off of that. I don't remember if maybe in the booklet it says, you know, I should have grabbed the booklet. They do have the album. I'm not going back there now because it's a mess behind me. <laughs> but we're just going to call it, we'll call it what it was labeled Killed for Love. All right? 
but it later got turned into Leave My Soul Alone, which was on Return of the Vampire. And um, it's pretty much the same version that's on an album. Um, I like this song. I think it's a cool song. It could have been an- another B-side, you know, on Alpha yeah. Because um, it does have, you know, the lyrical... This one actually does have the lyrical themes that, you know, that they would do anyway, so... Oh, yeah, it does. It could have even fit in with the EP. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they left this one out. Um, like I said, this song's pretty much put together. It was pretty much all done and ready to go. It's a catchy song. Shame that they actually left it out just from, you know, anything. You know? Yeah. It's a good one. Um, we did Hard Rocker, right? Oh, no, we didn't do Hard Rocker. No, we didn't do we Hard did Rocker. Truck. I'm thinking of Truck Driver. Uh, yeah, Hard Rocker. Uh, not really much, too much to say about this song. I was going to say, I don't really remember much about it. <laughs> yeah, it, pretty much the title says it all. It's a Hard Rocker. Not a terrible song. It, like a couple of the other songs, this one would go with the Brats more than anything. It's not a Merciful Fate song at all. Um, yeah, there's nothing really special about it. Just, you know, I'm going to be having a song playing in the background. You'll hear it. For about yeah, damn seconds. it! I just, I just wish I could remember the one that had the "Into the Coven" parts in it. I wish you could remember too, because I don't remember anything with that. It's definitely know. on there. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Um, last song, not amusing, which got turned into "Desecration of Souls," which is also one of my least favorite Merciful Fate songs. I like it. I, I mean, don't. I wouldn't put it on my favorites list, but it's okay. Yeah. That's that's one Merciful Fate song that, even though you know it did finally get put on the album, I think it's very disjointed. It's a very disjointed song. It's got it's, a lot of weird odd. parts in there. Yeah, a lot of weird, random that's things. Part of what I like about it, though. Yeah, I don't mind that sometimes, but if it, things just don't, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I really got to listen to that. When we get to that album, I'll, I'll I'll know what I don't like about that song, and I'll go more into detail about it then. But I just remember that song just bothers me for some reason. But um, yeah, this one's pretty much the same. Got the same guitar chords and everything. Obviously, the drums are different and the lyrics are different. Um, yeah, it would just be desecration of souls. Just uh, that's it. If you like that song, you'll probably like this one too. It's cool. It's all right still erratic like the other one yep but uh yeah i guess that's it that wraps up the danger zone stuff i mean try to go into as much detail as i possibly could with this but these some of these songs are just uh i don't know they're not as exciting as the actual merciful fate songs and i'm I'm glad we're done with this now (laughs) yeah but there will be an update to it once i figure out what that song is all right fine update us we want to know now I'm interested. But uh, yeah, if you can go on YouTube and and uh, look up all these old Merciful Fate demos and and uh, Brats demos and Danger Zone things like that, there's tons of uh, videos on there all with this stuff on there. So go check it out. It's really cool to see where all these songs started out as and um, what they finally yeah. became to be. So so that's it for this episode. So we are going to go to Ralph, and we will hear his intro to King Diamond. Very cool story. And we will see you guys next week with the EP from Merciful Fate.
That's right. All right. Anything else? Nope. All right. See you then. Bye. All right. We are here with Ralph Vieira. I did pronounce that right, right? Yes, and thank you for having me on your show. No problem. Welcome. You re- you may remember him from such films as Abraham Lincoln's Revenge. Yeah, I wow. played Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> What's going on, Ralph? I'm uh, doing great, dude. I'm looking forward to talking to King. I'm a huge fan of King Diamond. Uh, Merciful Fate and Sabbath are my favorite bands, so. Awesome. I, I can t- I can talk a load. You're gonna have to probably cut me off at some point. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. I see that from your, all your Facebook posts, and actually, that's why I, I I wanted to have you on because I didn't really know how much of a King Diamond fan. Oh you yeah, were. look, I, I'm wearing my King Diamond uh, Clockwork Orange shirt. Well, at least somebody's wearing a King Diamond. That's shirt. awesome. Yeah, that's I've cool. never seen that before. It, it came up on my news feed, and I was like, I'm buying that. Oh yeah, yeah. I seen that on Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. bootleg shirt though. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not official. Yeah. It's cool though. It's like I, the, the one that's um don't break the oath. It's like the all over t shirt. That's a I guess that's a bootleg too, right? Because I never seen I that. have that as well and I have a, a Darth Vader one. I forgot nice. what it says. Don't break mm. something Darth Vader yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. I have, I, like that, I have that as well. I have like twenty Merciful Fate shirts and King Diamond shirts. Wow, nice. Wow. So you are also you have, you also have your own you have, I have a lot of channels on uh, YouTube and stuff right you have a show and everything well I guess nobody I, knows who you are yeah I have I, I I had many channels but now I'm putting them all in one mm-hmm. because it just I was spreading myself too thin and then it's like man I'm putting them all on the channel that's approaching now fifteen thousand viewers wow. and um, awesome yeah and I love talking fate dude and I talk about fate a lot now on my on my channel, you know, now that I can. Yeah. And uh, just a big fan, man. Well, where can people go to uh, see your channel? It's called Almost Human 56 on uh, on that metal station. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. I have a, a radio show on that metal station every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I got a band. I got a couple bands. I got podcast rock and metal combat podcast and the beer vault uh i do a lot of stuff really cool what's uh what ba- what other bands you have you have thrash or die right i have combat and uh a real wacky band called nutritional yeast infection which, <laughs> which, is, which is me and a female we do duets but not not your typical duets you guys heard of the mentors right yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like mentors you know it's like you know like very perverted shit you know and that should be coming <laughs> out bleeding hole is such a drag i'm on the rag yeah she's on the rag such a drag she insisted that she wanted a ball i said shut up bitch and, and take, take a, a bite all, bite all. <laughs> <laughs> i met dj once it was really funny. They played uh, down here at a club, and then after the show, he was talking to some crackhead because it's a really bad neighborhood. And I go yeah. up to him for him to sign my Tim to the max. I go, dude, can you sign it? He goes, can you see I'm talking to a lady here? <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but then he signed it. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Oh, that's awesome. All right, well... We had you on the show to talk, obviously, about King Diamond and Merciful Fate, because you're a part of the King Diamond show now. So, 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Really wanted Glad to know to what got you in to King Diamond. Uh, all right. This is a really crazy story. It was 1980. It was either late 83 or January of 84. Wow. That early. Uh, I used to. Yeah, that early before wow. Melissa came out. Yeah. I just met King Diamond and I told him that. Wow. And uh, I said, man, I've been into you before Melissa. What happened was a friend of mine, he had a band called Iron Cross. And in their warehouse, they actually had a turntable hooked up to a, a Marshall lamp. And he walked in one day. And here, I'm going to start showing you my stuff. And he came in with this. Wow. Uh, awesome. the first, uh, and he put it on. And when I heard the opening open rift uh, uh, Doomed uh, by the Living Dead. No, no, actually it was uh, Corpse Without Souls what opens this album. Yeah. Where in the beginning they kind of switched it over. But uh, oh, I heard okay. that solo. I was like, what the hell? And then when the singing started happening, and I was holding the album when I was hearing this. And then when I the singing, this freak came out. And I'm like looking at this pixie. I'm like, what the hell am I listening to? Because you got to remember, in 83, very taboo to, you know, bands alluded to Satan and stuff like that. Yeah. This one was just like, you know, Satan, 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 Satan. Especially that song. It kept saying Satan over again. So I said to him, oh, my God, this is great. He goes, dude, they have another copy at Open Books. I didn't have a car at the time, but he took me. He's still my friend, too, to this day. Wow. Took me over there, and this is an original press. Uh, for those that don't know, the re the other press had a white border. Right. Yeah, so yeah. this is the original. And I had Hank Sherman sign it when I met him in in uh, St. Petersburg. Unfortunately, I wanted King Diamond to sign this, but they weren't allowing autographs. Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, but I got a poster autograph by King. Mm. And when I told them that, you know, I was wearing this. This Merciful Face shirt, another bootleg shirt, where it's 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 like this, but it's King Diamond on the cross and a oh, bunch really? of hot chicken. Yeah, and, uh. and King, King was impressed with the shirt. And when I told him before Merciful Fate, he was like, I can tell. And then he said this to me. Now, I don't know how you can take this, but there's a line of people, and he comes up to my ear, and he whispers in my ear, there's more fate coming. Now, I don't know if that meant because of these recent reunion shows in Europe, or is there going to be new music? I don't know. Let's hope, yeah. you know. And rest in peace, Timmy Hansen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame. We I was trying to get him to come on the show before, you know. Oh, was, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I talked to him a few times, and he, every time I talked to him, it seemed like he was getting better. But then he had like I guess like a little relapse or whatever, and then that was the end. You know. So. Horrible news. We'll, I'll yeah. never get to see. The original fate. I saw Timmy Hansen once on the Abigail tour. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I did get to see him at least once. But Michael Denner wasn't there, even though Michael Denner played on the album. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't do that tour. It was uh, the, I forgot his first name, last name Moon. You know, oh, uh, Michael, Michael, Michael Moon. Michael Moon. Michael Moon yeah. Who played on uh them? Nah, he didn't play on them. He didn't play no. on any albums. No. He didn't. No, oh, he, just, he just did the uh, Abigail tour, and then he was gone. Wow, hey, man! Hey, I'm hey. I'm leaving. I'm not a fan. Yeah, he. Um, <laughs> How do I have you on for? Bye. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he didn't even do the full tour. We ended up finding out he just did uh, a couple months worth of shows, and then they brought. Uh, uh shit! I can't remember now. P. Black in. Song too. Yeah. <laughs> did he play on the Abigail live album? You know. Was it, remember that Abigail live album? I, he was on that, yeah. okay. I think so, yeah. I have that on vinyl as well. 
Yeah, I gotta get that. See, I don't have the live one on vinyl. <clears throat> so, so yeah, uh, yeah, um, and uh, never got to see Merciful Fate with Kim Ruz or Hank Sherman. I did see uh, In the Shadows, and I uh, saw the Nine tour. I drove up to uh, St. Petersburg to see. That's where I got Hank to sign it. Where I was so happy they played Desecration of Souls, and oh, uh, also um, the Legend of the Headless Rider, which they didn't play on the In the Shadows tour, but they did it on the Nine tour. Which was oh, awesome. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. One of the greatest shows I ever saw was the Fort Lauderdale in the Shadows tour, where if you've seen the the video, the Bell Witch, uh, the indoor footage of that show is from the show I was at. And you ah, can really? see the full show. I, I'll bring this up because it's really funny. You can see the full show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, during the show, I'm, I'm front and center. I'm, in, I'm against the railing. I was there all night. I mean, I was <laughs> front line. I ran to the front. I just stood there. And this beautiful, gorgeous girl comes up to me. And she says, I am the biggest King Diamond fan. Can, you, can I please stand where you're standing? And I said, listen, out of everybody standing here, I'm the last person to ask that, you know? But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm all the way up front, right? And, like, I'm singing to every song King Diamond notices me and shit. But during Gypsy was the best because, you know, when, when the part where he goes, you are the uh, sunshine, so am I. When I was singing that, you can see it in the video. He's like pointing at me, and then he goes, "You better believe it!" And he walked away, and I was like, "Oh my god!" He acknowledged me, you know. <laughs> so did yeah, you, uh, go ahead. When you saw him the other day, did you say you remember that? <laughs> no, yeah, I should have. Remember when you pointed at me and said, "You better yeah. believe it!" <laughs> and you know, Abigail. I mean, that was the first time I saw him yeah. here on Miami Beach, literally walking distance from me. And just touching his boot. Because, again, I'm all the way up front. Right. Just touching his boot. I was like, oh, my God, I touched the king. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a total nuts one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so are we. I mean, that's why we started the show, so. And it's great, dude. I mean, yeah, when you hit me up and I saw and I saw the intro, I was like, oh, shit, this is awesome, you know? Yeah. I love yeah. the intro. So it's badass. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I try to get as many guests as possible. Some people don't, you know, have the time or whatever, which is understandable, but, you know, get as many people as possible. That's why we want to have somebody, you know, some people like you, like fans and people that have their own podcast and stuff like that, and musicians like you, like yourself, too. So, trying to get as many people involved in this show as possible. Can't just be us two, because we're, we're only so entertaining for so long. Yeah. <laughs> if at all. Well, I'm very glad to be here, man. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I've, I, like, I'll think uh, I saw Abigail, the Them tour, then In the Shadows, because he didn't come down here that much. Mm. In the Shadows at nine, then House of God, and Puppet Master, and the last time was um, the institution, you know, up in Orlando. What an amazing show. And his voice, to me, is better than it was back in, like, uh, Puppet Master time. Right, He he, He was struggling a little bit back then. Yeah. But he sounds really like great now, you know. And his wife helps, you know. But right. still, he's and out. And again, I had meet and greet, and I had third row. That was the farthest I've ever been at a King Diamond show. Third <laughs> wow, row, really? I'm usually <laughs> all the way up front. Every show I just mentioned, I'm all the way up front, you know, because wow. I just I can't get enough of uh, King Diamond and Merciful Fate. I mean, to me, I always say Merciful Fate is a band. There's no band that crams so many riffs in a song and make it work. You right. know, they all blend so well, intertwine so well. 
and it can be very different than the last riff, but it's still, I don't know, man. It's like, it's like he really does have a pack with Satan to, for him to write <laughs> such amazing songs. Right? right. Yeah. What did you, how did you feel like when uh, Michael Denner left and then Mike Weed came in? Do you feel like the band kind of lost their sound a little bit? You know what? To tell you the truth, I found out that Abigail, I was like, that's not Michael Denner. You know, um, but uh, oh, it was Michael Weed, and it wasn't Moon, right? Or are you talking about later on? No, later on when uh, Michael Denner left my, uh, Merciful Fate. I was, I was bummed, and in the shadows, Tibby Hansen wasn't there. It was uh, Sean D'Angelo? Is that his name? Uh, Charlie D'Angelo. Charlie D'Angelo. Yeah, he started in Time. Yeah, but he was at the In the Shadow show. You can see in the oh, video. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Tibby Hansen didn't do the tour. Well, at least not the U.S. tour. And uh, but yeah, I'm I'm bummed when anybody leaves. I mean, to me, I mean, God, Kim Ruz. I mean, to me, you can't make a band without those original five. Nothing against later stuff because I love I love anything they do. Maybe call me a brainwashed fan. I could tell you some albums I don't like as much as others, but I think the original five had that sound that was never replicated without. You know, no, without without wasn't. Kim Ruz, yeah, without Kim Ruz, without King, Michael, Hank, and and Tim, you know, it, they had a magic to them, you know, that was right, just so, yeah. and and it was really wild because as I was saying earlier, you know, when I bought this album, yeah. I always thought this band is going nowhere, you know, this is, <laughs> I mean, I love them, but I was like, they're too controversial, they're yeah. never going to be big, you know, and and look. I mean, they're way bigger now than I ever thought they'd be, you know. But, right. but it's amazing how, you know, time has been kind to actually Merciful Fate that, you know, because back then, I'm telling you, man, I mean, I'm an old guy. I'm going to be 55 in, uh, in February. That back then, it was very, very taboo, uh, this type of music. You know, and I, that's all I did during these years was look for the most controversial, like when I saw black metal. From uh, yeah. from Venom, and I read, yeah. you know, I drink the vomit of the priest. Oh, I'm going home with this, you know. <laughs> and and I'm not a Satanist in any way. I'm I don't believe in Satan or none of that. But I love the whole, you know, the forbidden fruit tastes sweeter type thing. Yeah. So it was like I need to have the most evil shit ever, you know. <laughs> and Merciful Fate and Venom, you know, they they did it for me. But Merciful Fate is the best with yeah. Sabbath. Black Sabbath, I worship as well. Yes, I see that on your your Black Sabbath show. You do as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there a favorite song that you have from Merciful Fate? Um, damn, uh, that's a good question. Uh, probably. Ooh, ah, that's a tough one, dude. Maybe. Um, I'll probably. Uh, all right, for today, I'll probably say "Evil." Okay. And, you know, yeah, I just okay. love the way "Evil" ends. <laughs> I love the whole song, but the way yeah, I was going to say crazy and the opening line, I was born on the cemetery under the sign of the moon. No, God, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's like, damn, you know, it's like <laughs> just hearing shit like that as a kid. I was like, I need more of this, you know, and I never, ever thought my wildest dreams I'd ever see King Diamond live, you know, or my, you know, right. I never, I've, I've seen Merciful Fate, but it was not Merciful Fate, you know, okay. uh, but yeah. What happened to Kim Ruz? Here's the here is the rumor. He's a he's a mailman. Have you heard this? <laughs> I've heard that rumor, but it's supposedly that's not true. I don't think. Oh, right. Okay, right. All right. <clears throat> yeah, Michael said that wasn't true. Mm. 
Okay. That he had was something, a... uh, he had like a knee issue, right? Something with his knees or something? Yeah. I think that's he... why he can't play. He oh. had a knee issue and um, he just, yeah, he doesn't want to get involved with playing music at all anymore. That's why, because I know the Hank Sherman was a problem. So I was like, well, why ain't Kim Ruz on Fatal Portrait? You know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know if we asked Michael that. How come uh, we might have? Yeah, we, we did. We record. Oh, we did ask him. We did ask him because he said he would uh, see if he could try to get him to it come is. on. <laughs> okay, so you have an episode with uh, Michael Denner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, it'll, cool. it'll be it'll be a couple episodes. We recorded it so long ago, I forgot everything that he said. I I heard the one with uh, the guy from uh, Black Rose. Black Rose. Yep. That, yeah. That was really, but have you heard Denner's Inferno? Yeah, yes, of course I did. What the hell did I do with the record? Oh, do, you have, do you have? Do you have the? I have the 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 three song EP. I haven't gotten the. I new have one the. Yeah, I have the EP and I have the record. I think it's behind me somewhere. Yeah, I need to get it. It's good. I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. No, it's back there. Yeah, I need to get that. <clears throat> I need to get. It. I li- I listened to the stream. The album's good, but I only have that EP. Yeah, me too. That's all I got so far. I love the song. It got me. I forgot the name of the song, the video. It got me. I was like, oh, I got to get this. Oh, song. Uh, Fountains yeah. of Grace. Yeah. Yeah. Fountains yeah. It's a great track. But um, that that's awesome that you still have that original EP for that long. That was uh, the second Fate record I heard, but uh, that's yeah. still that's my favorite release overall is that EP. Yeah, you know, I have a hard time picking what's my favorite, you know? I mean, Melissa, Don't Break the Oath or the EP is like, they're just, to me, they're like equal, you know? Mm-hmm. I just love them. I, I, I'm i telling you, I listen to Merciful Fate, especially 80s Fate, including uh, Return of the Vampire. You know, I have a couple things I want to show you guys. I have this. Um, this is a bootleg oh, yeah. called yep. uh, Merciful Fate Live yep, that I know you guys are <clears> well aware, but just because some of your Listeners don't know. This is actually the original album cover of Melissa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be this. And I don't know why they yeah. ended up not using it. It's kind of creepy. Uh, it's a cool bootleg. I have this other one. Uh, this one's called Crush the Cross. And these are, right. you know, this ain't no, you know, the Burns. This is actually Metal Memory, uh, an oh, actual wow. bootleg company. Soundboard, yeah. really good stuff from uh, Holland in 83. And this one's called uh, Return of the Living Dead, where King Diamond does the Lord's Prayer backwards on this. It's <laughs> wild. And yeah, I, I should, think I have that one. Uh, I should show you this, too, because um, I, I am such a Merciful Faith fanatic that I, I recorded an EP. It's ah. called Don't Fuck with the Oath. Uh, only 250 were made. This is... Um, a friend of mine called Holy George, and um, he did side one. He's a death metal singer, okay. and his name's Holy George. My name is Dr. Fuck. All right. So we got side holy and side fuck. Holy fuck. <coughs> and the artwork, that's me on the cross. <laughs> and oh, that's cool. Holy George, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can probably find, I mean, I'm selling some on eBay if anybody's interested. Uh, I don't have many left, and I even have the test pressing here. But uh, yeah, I'm very... I've seen that. Uh, I've seen that on somewhere recently. I mean, maybe you posted about it. I just saw somebody post about that. 
Maybe. And I'll tell you what's really funny. Only a Merciful Fate fan will get up. You break. You're breaking up. Oh, can you hear me now? Hey, good now. Go ahead. All right. Only a Merciful Fate fan will get the album itself. Stay away, white magician. See the little magician hat. <laughs> uh-huh. so, yeah, don't fuck with the oath. And uh, why did I bring that up? There was a reason I. Oh, because we put the Lord's Prayer on here backwards. Huh? We, it's in between one of the songs, and uh, I'm very proud of this. Don't fuck with the oath. And the name uh-huh. of the band is Lucifer Krem Ataf, which is Merciful Fate backwards. Ah, and right. it's a don't break the oath, but he's giving the finger. <laughs> nice. Now, are those Merciful Fate covers songs? All, all covers. All and covers. and what I did, I did, uh, you know, what everybody would expect. I did Nuns Have No Fun, Doomed by the Living Dead. But I also did Leave My Soul Alone, which is, you know, not really an album. It's a demo from, right. you know, later came out on Return of the Vampire. But I figured, let me throw in a, a obscure track. On the other side is a Black Funeral, Into the Coven, and Devil's Eyes, and death metal singing. And we had our friend Paolo, who can hit those King Diamond notes, come and do that for us. You know, and you oh, hear wow. him hit the high notes where I couldn't do it. Right. But um, <laughs> I'm very, very proud. I, I'm sure you can you can hear it on YouTube. And if you're interested, uh, Phase Later is my eBay name. All right. Plug. You have to send that to me because I'll put it up on the screen there. <clears throat> well, I really appreciate oh, you definitely. showing us this. Hey, so Wayne, really cool. Yeah, Wayne, send me your address. I'll send you a copy. All right, cool. Appreciate it. No problem. Awesome. Everybody go and buy that on eBay or contact uh, Ralph. That's right. What is there, your... There's going to be no more made. You know, it's limited to 250, and that's it. You know? All right, cool. What made you want to do that? It was actually my friend Holy George's idea, but you know, because he's a big Fate fan as well. Yeah. And he asked me, and I said, "Yeah, man, well, let's do it." You know, and we knocked it out pretty quick. Now, and was that your, I think it came out. Quick. Is that your band from Thrasher Died recording with you, or no? Uh, yeah, actually, my old guitar player did some solos on here. Actually, uh, Mario, he did do. Uh, yeah, he did all the solos on it, but nobody else. There's. Uh, there's a band called Hellwitch that they're legendary, but they're very underground. Uh, he's also a big mastermind, JP. He, he was involved in it more than any of us, really. I mean, I have never seen JP without a King Diamond and Merciful Fate shirt on. Uh, <laughs> once I saw him, I forgot what he was wearing. I said, wow, I didn't recognize you with that shirt on, you know? It's not <laughs> That's funny. Uh, least favorite King Diamond or Merciful Fate album or song actually both least favorite song and least favorite album um when it comes to merciful fate it, it's tough but i'm gonna have to say um dead again yeah um, i was gonna say if your answer is anything besides <laughs> dead again you're gone <laughs> all right well let's see if i'm gone when it comes to my least favorite king diamond song yeah. album um and I and I do like it, but I don't. I think it's a step down. Was the last one? Give me your soul, please. I do like it though, but I'm just saying I like the others more. I would have said Voodoo before. Voodoo was an album Voodoo. that grew on. Yeah, at first Voodoo was awesome. I didn't get it at first, man. I was weird, really? but I love it now. You know, yeah. least favorite Merciful Fate song, and it's not. It's because it's just too goofy. 
but I do like it. It's from uh, Into the Unknown. Um, uh, the one where um, about the you know Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. <laughs> I, I do like it, but it's a little goofy. I, I, and it is. It's corny as, for him, but it, it's cool. Uh, King Diamond. Oh man, that would be a tough one to choose. My least favorite King Diamond song. Hmm. It'd have to be something off "Give Me Your Soul, Please," but I, I'd have to take a look at the track listing. I can't think of it offhand. Ah, so you, you like but, that's my least favorite one, uh, as opposed to "House of God." I liked "House of God," and you know, I, I heard somebody tell me the other day that album's really good, but I hate the production. And I'm like, you know, the weird thing about me, I can, every time I hear talk, people talk about that production, so I'm like, man, I can't tell what good production is, and right. bad production. I just don't get it, you know. But um, the only album I can tell you that, okay, it doesn't sound that great is, uh, believe it or not, and I love the album, Blizzard of Oz by Ozzy. It has this kind of, like you put it back to back to Dire, it sounds so much better. That, that's the only one I can really notice, right. you know, a production thing. But no, I, I dug House of God. I, I liked it. Really? Black Devil was one of my favorite King Yeah, <laughs> Black Devil's a good song, yeah. But yeah, That one's okay. <laughs> I'll show you some merciful face shit I got. Um, this one's called "The Curses on You." It's um, it, never seen that it, one. It's, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's got some of the. It's mostly demos. It has some live at a '83 Dynamo Festival and uh, and the same BBC things that you hear on a in uh, in the beginning. In the beginning, you know, okay. yeah. This oh, one the Friday the, Rock Show uh, songs. Yeah. Yeah. This one's called uh, Nuns for Slaughter. You mean that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, sure. this one is a, a bunch of demos Black Funeral, Ebony Sessions, Death Kiss, Running Away. Some weird songs, Persecution, Truck, truck Rider. You guys know yeah. that? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I love truck driver if i could yeah. cover one king diamond song it would be that just because it would be hilarious there, there you go yeah, and, that, that's and, why i kind of like I... but most importantly it rocks yeah, yeah. great song uh but then some days you know some days that's from 81 i don't think that's more it might be the brats or it was a danger zone actually yeah Oh, some days is danger zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, and uh, well, I, got, I still got more. This is the this is the earliest one I ever bought. I know you guys are aware of this. Oh one. yeah, I've uh, seen that one. Yeah. Uh, I like Live from the depths of hell. Yeah, it's a great cover live show. Uh, I got nine. I got all the official releases. Time. I got some more bootlegs in here, but my favorite bootlegs coming up. Um, cool. This is uh. Our, our favorite, that again. And uh, <laughs> this is doing? my favorite. This is my favorite King Diamond boot. A beautiful face you like. This is called The Vampire's Back. Have you heard of this one? Uh, oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know it was a limited edition. It's, uh, I love the collage. Inside. Oh, wow. It's That's so, really cool. So much stuff. And yeah, it's like Merciful Fate and, and uh, Danger Zone. And yeah. it's a collection of all the demos, and they sound really, really good. Uh, really? Amazing stuff. Why don't they uh, sound better than the ones that you gave me, Greg? 
They oh, might. I mean, that's from an old cassette I had that was God knows how many generations <laughs> down the line before I made a copy of it. Yeah, yeah that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Still thankful they're available, huh? Of course, the two classics. Oh, yeah. Melissa. Then I got more bootlegs coming up. Um, Into the Unknown. In the Shadows. Probably my favorite of the later stuff. Would you guys... Yeah. What would you say is your favorite later Merciful Fate? In the Shadows. In the in Shadows the and Into the Unknown. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like, overall, I would pick In the Shadows. But I love Into the Unknown. That's that's a real strong album. And it's almost its equal. Yeah. This is a real weird, weird one. I don't, even know, I don't even know the name of this. But it's a live album, and only 150 were made. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, of course, this classic. Um, nice. Yeah, I still got to get that. I got to get the vampire on vinyl. <clears throat> this shit's going up in price, man. It's, it's hard to get something. I oh, it is? Is that a print? Uh, the vampire one is, yeah. And I think Into the Unknown is, too. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah, I have them on CD. I didn't pull them out. Yeah. The last one. All right. You guys get this one because I got the super deluxe version of uh, no, I didn't get that. That. no, oh, the Blu ray is godly. It's yeah, I got really the well shot. I did, I did get the Blu ray, but I didn't get the record. I'm not that you know what the live vinyl stuff I, I don't really care too much about, but uh, yeah, I'm a completist man. I own so am I usually, and I don't if, know, vinyls. If, if I like a band, I'll buy their shitty albums, I don't care, you know? yeah, yeah, I'm the same uh, way. You guys like this one? I, I love the Puppet Master. Yeah, it's cool. I, I like it. I found it kind of deranged. That's so you guys, um, you guys one, huh? that, well, it's it's okay, but um, it's it feels rushed and it seems like more of a space filler album than anything. Voodoo, which very reminiscent of them, the album yeah. cover. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And all these bring all these bring posters inside. Yeah. Um, the eye, I love the eye, man. This is pretty underrated. That's the one I started with. I That's, didn't like it at first. Um, no, that what really? You didn't like it at first? No, because it was. I mean, I was just getting into metal at the time, and then listening to his vocals, it just was like, what the fuck? It's weird. You well, know, my 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 co-host, he said the first time he per, he put on a King Diamond CD. His father walked by the room and stopped, and he goes, "Are you listening to a parakeet?" <laughs> <laughs> How about this one, man? The, yeah, the graveyard. I just, I just got that on vinyl. Yeah, probably one of the most demented stories of the King Diamond. Canon Definitely one of his most demented stories. Little, little bit weak as a record. But... Yeah, I find this one grossly underrated. Yeah, uh, I like that one too. Spiders Lullaby. <clears throat> I love that. I, it's a shame I've never seen him play anything off it. This is the one with Michael Moon, right? Yeah. Yes, Michael That's Moon. One of my favorite live albums. It's a great, great live album. The story behind this was, I mean, who knows if it's true? King Diamond found in his attic in, yeah. in a box. You know, I was like, oh, maybe it's true. Who knows? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite King Diamond album is. Uh, yeah. Fatal. I concur. Yeah, I think so too. I think oh, we all cool. agree on that one. We all cool because most people would say Abigail or them. Uh, wow! I just noticed this is not opened. 
Well, we got to open that. I still have an open. Yeah, I got to open this one. I don't know what's going on. I have it on picture disc. Uh, I'm going to one-up you on that one. Hold on a minute. Uh, well, okay. but, but while he's doing that, before I forget, Ralph, so we were talking, well, you were talking about the first time you heard uh, Merciful Fate. Um, so I heard Fate before I heard King Diamond, but the first King Diamond CD I got was The Eye. And the first time I sat down and listened to it, I it was I was down at my grandparents' house down the shore during the off-season, so I was just sitting alone on this desolate beach. Listening to the eye smoking a J and it went real nice. <laughs> nice. And you got it right away, right? Oh I yeah. Fast. I picked this up a few weeks ago. What it's is a this? Japanese version of uh, conspiracy. Wow, I've never seen that before. Yeah. That's yeah, they, awesome. the uh the other cover is like a what a legal or something over in Japan. Because of his face yeah. paint. So they took his face off and just put the logo on there. Something That's about wild. the markings yeah. and the face painting. I can't remember exactly what you know, it is about. You know, but. you know, honestly, man, I, I actually like the back cover more. The little painting of the funeral. Oh, I thought yeah. that would have made a cooler album cover. Well, my of favorite course, picture was the, um, was the inside with the, with the graveyard. No, that's cover? what I'm talking about. Oh, oh okay. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this is that, the, the, the one with the, with the preacher and yeah, the yeah, yeah. father yeah, card. Yeah, I think originally he did have that as a cover, but um, I guess he didn't like it and pulled it off shelves. And it was like maybe fifty out in the world. Wow. Yeah, he didn't like it. he didn't like the way it actually looked when it was printed up as the album cover. Oh, and so there's fifty available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that I, really... I I don't think they actually like bothered to do anything to the picture other than make it larger. I think they printed it in just that black and white print, and that was part of his problem with it. Yeah. Wow. If it was in color, it would have worked, I think. I mean, Abigail, it's cool. It's cool Ab- black and white, but... The first Abigail, and how about this? Uh, I found this kind of disappointing. Abigail yeah, you think too. so? It doesn't hold up to the first one, but it's... That's it's, what I mean. That's what I mean. I, I felt like it wasn't really up to par. This, these are the older ones I got when I was a kid. Uh, nice. Family Ghost with Shine. And uh, the first one I bought uh, with Andy LaRocque signed it for me. And uh, that's it. That's it for my vinyl collection. I just thought I'd pull them all out and show you guys. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, those last two. I, I remember seeing them back in the day when I used to go to the record stores. I'm like, who the hell's going to buy that? I, what am I want that for? And now I wish I would have bought it. Yeah, now, right? Now they, now they go for like a lot of money. I and do. They, I do have, I do have, but it's on my wall because I have all my pictures. It's on my wall. I have the Halloween one where he's holding the, the oh, skull, the, the, like the skull. Oh, that one, yep. Really um, my mic. Yeah, yeah to... I did. I have that as well. Yeah, I'm trying to build up my vinyl collection. I got all the CDs and everything. I got most of the vinyl. Uh, I got Metal Blade just released a picture disc of uh, the EP. I, I yeah. have the uh, on my wall, and uh, I have a couple. Like one of the bootlegs I showed you, I, I have on picture disc, and uh, Conspiracy I have on picture disc. I know they re-released it now. Metal Blade released them all, yeah. but man, there was a time where people were freaking out over my Conspiracy picture disc. Oh my god! And nobody <laughs> knew it existed, but now you can get them all. You oh, know? Yeah, now you get it for like twenty, thirty dollars. So yeah, kind of made it like not so special anymore, you know. 
I'm not the biggest fan of picture. Disc. I love how they look. Yeah, they're they, cool looking, but they you got, really need it. <laughs> they have surface noise, so it's no. That yeah, I mean that's like I have all of the original death picture discs for Scream, Bloody Gore, Leprosy, and Spiritual Healing. And even though they were never played, they still sound like shit because they're picture discs. There's so much surface noise; it's not even worth listening to it. I wasn't even aware those are were on picture discs. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, um, I think they only came out on under one flag in Europe. I don't think Combat did it in America. Those are my favorite, man. The first three. Oh, they're the best. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I saw Death at the Cameo Theater, and I staged dove, and it's on YouTube. Nice. I, wasn't, I, I wasn't as big as I am now. I was kind of thin back then. So, uh, yeah, it was um, Death and Death Angel. And the funny thing about that show was uh, it was supposed to be rigor mortis. And when we get to the show, it's rigor, and I love rigor, rigor mortis cancer. I was like, fuck. And then, yeah, Death is going to open. I was like, ooh. And it was leprosy, you know, my favorite death. I was like, oh, fuck, I'll take that. And that was the first time yeah. I saw that, you know, which was damn cool. I got yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops, forgot what show this was. Whoopsie doodle. I, I'm gonna have to edit all that out now. <laughs> all, more work for me. Um, crap, I don't even know what I want to do now. Now uh, oh well, I, I, well maybe you guys talked about it in your past shows, but <clears throat> how matter? many times? Well, all right, if you don't mind, tell me because I would like to hear from you guys. Like, how many times have you seen The King and Fate, you know? I've only seen King once. Hey, <laughs> better, than, better than never. Yeah. I saw him at uh, B.B. King's. Um, what the hell's album was that for? Maybe, um, uh, crap, maybe The Puppet Master, I think. I don't remember. I flew up to see Saxon at B.B. King. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I, I was there. I, I heard that venue is now closed. Is it really? Yeah, I heard it really? Huh. Good venue, cool place. It was a cool place. A lot of um a lot of I've seen a lot of shows there actually. So a lot of uh, like power metal. I'm more into power metal type stuff. But a lot of those bands started coming there and playing there and it was it was pretty cool. A little little tiny club, but it's it's a nice place. It wasn't uh, nice, it's big compared to Florida Club, let me tell you. Oh yeah, I <laughs> it's kinda wide, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. Kind of a but wide I know, Greg, you saw uh, Marshall Fate and, and King Diamond too, right? Yeah, I've I've seen them both once. Um, I saw Merciful Fate on the Nine tour, and that was one of the best shows I've ever seen. And um, I saw King Diamond for Give Me Your Soul, Please. I think it might have been that tour. Man, this is amazing. It's so good. They opened with the candle. You know, it was the highlight for me. He played the lake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Holy shit, he's playing the lake!" Because I'm not (laughs) one of these people that look at set lists before shows. I like to be surprised. And boy, was I surprised by that one. Like, and he played. uh, Oh man, I forgot what song it was from the Eye. That's kind of like a deep track. Oh, behind. Um, I forgot. That's the one. No, it was behind the walls. I seen him do Burn before on. uh, I think it was the Puppet Master tour. But I never seen them do, you know, Beyond the Walls. That was awesome. That was like the second track. He opened with the candle. It was so good. That's oh, awesome. Candles, because it reminds me of the, the first uh, live uh, album that he put out when he, they opened up with the candle. That was that's cool. 
Oh, uh, the Abigail <clears throat> live one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great opener. I love that song. Supposed uh, to be a Merciful Fate album, Fatal Portrait. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm sure I wonder, guys... wonder what that would have sounded like, you know, with Kim in the band and then even with Hank, you know. But, it you know, been I, amazing. I, Mickey it D, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I love Mickey D. He's like my favorite drummer, so. Well, Mickey know. D's a monster. He's a monster yeah. drummer. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't say anything bad about that guy, you know. Yeah. But you see, it was like my my thing is that technically Mickey D is miles above Kim Ruz, but yeah. to me, Kim Ruz, I loved his organic feel. Just his organic playing was so cool. Yeah. I dug it. He was always in the pocket, you know, and. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, like Devil's Eyes. It almost sounds like a little disco playing going on. Right, yeah. It's pretty, yeah. You know? pretty badass. <laughs> kind of weird to hear, like, you know, in that kind of style of music, you know, in metal. Yeah. But, uh, what do you think um, of of King's wife singing in the background? I, I dug it. It didn't really take away. I Look, I was very close to the stage. I, I knew King Diamond was, like, hitting those really high notes and shit, you know? Yeah. But, you know, she did add to it. Mm. I thought it was good. I, I didn't mind it at all, actually. She was very nice, too. I met her as well. Yeah. But, um... But you think it you takes guys... away a little bit when she's, like, doing the albums and stuff like that? <coughs> Is she on the albums? I wasn't even Yeah, she's on, um, she's on... She's uh, on the, the Puppet Soul Master Place? album. I think she, oh, she started with Puppet oh, Master. Oh, that's right. Isn't there some female singing on that yeah. album? As I yeah. recall, that was her? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I really don't mind it, but you know, then again, I'm 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 a I'm a sheep. <laughs> I'll accept. Yeah, it. We, you know, we love it. We'll just accept it. You know, it, it is what it is. You know, at least we have something, right? Yeah. I just want them to go back to singing about the devil and putting out another crazy, heavy, progressive album with Merciful Fate. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Satan in the lyrics. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. What were you going to say before I interrupted you? Me? Yeah. You were I, saying uh, that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Must have not been important. I guess not. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it. I can't think of anything else to ask you. Well, I mean, I'd love to come back uh, if you uh, anytime you want. If we're going to, you know, you want to talk about a subject matter when it comes to King Diamond, uh, I'm here, dude. I'll, I'll yap your ear off, you know, because I'm a yeah, huge sure. fan. And yeah. uh, yeah, if, uh well, I would a... definitely like to talk about that EP that you did. Uh oh, oh yeah, let's do it. Hey, yeah. if you guys want, we'll do an episode on "Don't Fuck with the Oath." Yeah, don't. Sure we'll do that. And then don't uh... fuck with. I, I I couldn't remember what it was. I was gonna say "Don't break the fuck," but I'm like, no, that <laughs> sounds stupid. That can't be right. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't approve that since my name is Doctor Fuck. <laughs> well, where did that come from by the way uh dr fuck was all right when when uh the thrasher die band started um my guitar player uh, he came up with a nice little name he, his name was uh hell vomit sodomizer then uh the bass player was called oh triple triple six horror mangler <laughs> and, so they were saying to me, you know, you got to come up with a name. And I was like, I can't think of anything. And we were just on the phone. And I just said, I just blurted out Dr. Fuck and kept talking. And he's like, did you just say Dr. Fuck? I go, yeah. He goes, dude, that's your name. And then I thought, I go, dude, 
Dr. Fuck is so stupid at rules. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> and it has stuck ever since. <clears throat> I came up with my name. And okay. yes, I'm known as Dr. Fuck now. Cool. Well, it works. It's Here, fine. My parents ain't too crazy about it, but what he did. <laughs> you know it was funny when we played when we played Colum- uh we got to the airport and i was a little behind from everybody else and the promoter picked everybody up and he's where's senor fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny sure yeah. goes like, senor. <laughs> and yes. by the way it's spelled f-u-k-k, F-U-K-K. so it's not a bad word that's right I want the uh, my my actually my son the other day he he started saying the f word. Oh, no, I, don't, no. I don't know where he got it from. I don't know where he got it from. Was he? Uh, how old is he? Three. <laughs> Not. Where is he? Was he watching one of my videos or something? I have no idea. He might have, he he does watch YouTube sometimes, so he might have. Who knows? Oh come on! He's from Long Island. You can't walk to the end of your driveway without somebody saying "fuck." <laughs> but I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, yeah, if you want, you can come back on. We'll talk uh, either Muscle Fate album or King Diamond album, whatever you want. If you want to come on and talk uh, Fatal Portrait? We could do that. <clears throat> yeah, Fatal Portrait. Oh, oh I would love to. I would love to talk Fatal Portrait. You know, any album, really. I mean, you just, uh, I'd be honored, dude. I mean, I love King Diamond and any uh, podcast that talks about the King, dude, I I, I, I bow to you guys, you know? <laughs> so I would definitely, and, you know, hopefully I can have you guys on. My, I have a podcast called The Vieira Vault where we talk about discographies, where okay. we don't, you know, I mean, we don't dwell on an album too long. We keep it yeah. rolling. That maybe uh, us three can do something for the Vieira Vault, like Merciful Fader King Diamond, if you want. And yeah. that way we can promote each other, you know? And, of yeah. course, I'm going to promote this. So I'm going to put this everywhere, you know? Cool. We'll talk about it on my channel as well, you know? Awesome. Very cool. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on your show, dude. And it was really nice meeting, meeting, meeting you, both of you, you know? Yeah, you too. Yeah, thanks, man. Nice meeting it's you, too. It's been fun. It's been yeah, fun. Right. So, uh, right on, guys. So, don't fuck with the oath. We won't. And that's, that's right. right. Go Ralph's album. The EP. Uh, what is it? EP, right? It's an EP vinyl. Only 250 were made. So, Bye. get it now before they're gone. And not have many left. That's right. Uh, F. And, uh, well, uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, yeah. Ralph Vieira. And, uh, and recently, well, not recently, but I never go on there. But recently, I've been going on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a poser. Sorry. <laughs> I know. We're on there, too, but you have to be, you know. It's it's, it's a tool. It's a tool for, for getting your shit out there. Yep. And almost yeah, you, know, you guys are tools. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be tools to promote, man. That's right. And uh, and phase, I mean, well, phase linear is my eBay, you know, F-A-Z-E-E-L-I. E-A-R is where you can get a copy of Don't Fuck With The Oath. And they have been selling, man. I have quite a few things up up on there. And that's selling like weekly. A lot of people are buying that. Oh, I got to bring this up real quick. Um, JP, the guy from Hellwitch, posted it on Facebook. And there was a guy from Mexico that threatened to kill us. Oh, boy. Yeah. Because he was was so offended by us desecrating the album cover with a middle finger. And he goes... I will kill you guys for doing that. Now that's a fan. 
that guy's a bigger fan than I'll ever be. He he's willing to murder somebody, and it's like no, but we like like them, man. We're, we're big, but yeah, we we actually got a death threat over that album, wow. which is too. Well, then you know it works. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, you're freezing up here. Well, you froze up really bad now. <clears throat> How about now? My mm, back? I, uh, nope, you're not back. Damn. No, I hear well, you. Well, at least it you know, happened at the end of the show. That's right. Well, you've been freezing in and out, but it, it, hopefully it's all right. If oh, not, we, we, we record throughout? the whole thing. <laughs> it did throughout the show? In, in, in and out, but not as bad as it is now. Now's the worst. So. Okay. Well, that's a sign. That's yeah. Satan telling us to sign off. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Well, <laughs> thank you for coming on again, and go to ratsoutreview.com. Check out all of Ralph's stuff on YouTube, and um, yeah, we'll see you next week with more King Diamond. Right see on, you. guys. Yeah, have a good one. Awesome. <laughs>